Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. This one's going to be, this This is an, uh, potentially one of our most, uh, or at least for me, one of our most nerve-wracking recordings. Uh, we apparently have hundreds of new new uh, downloads and listeners, and fo- well, not followers, but at least listeners. Our, 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 our typical podcast uh, recording has around uh, 10 to 15, maybe 20 uh, plays. Um, this past week, for some reason, we have around 200 uh, for the most recent episode. Um, so that's interesting. I thought, really it, sure why. I thought it was 300. That was 300 total, um, like across all of the podcasts. The, uh, the most recent episode I was around 200. Okay, gotcha. Which is, again, I actually, you, you, you may recall, I, I, actually, I actually predicted that we were going to have more listeners because I was going to retweet out our, the, the pod to one of my accounts that has a couple hundred followers, which is, you know, it's a lot of followers, right? 300. And uh, <laughs> and I did that, which I don't. You know, I don't usually do that because I, I don't really care to promote the podcast. But I, I felt like it had some daily fantasy components to it, and and I have a daily fantasy account that I again I has about three hundred followers. But this started to happen bef- before that, so it's a little bit odd. I don't really know what to make about any of it. I think we willed it into existence with our positivity. Can I- can I just take a moment? Do you need to go uh, to the restroom? No, no, I'd like to talk to our new listeners. Okay, give them. Listeners, my name's Ed. Thank you for thank you for listening. My first question is, where have you been? My second <laughs> question is, why won't you interact with the at Smart Basketball Twitter feed and the better Twitter feed, which is the at B-Ball Purist Twitter feed? Reach out to us. Let us Reach know what you want to hear. Okay, we're happy. We're happy to accommodate requests. <laughs> Are we though? Okay, continue, Zach. Okay. I feel bad for Ed. Yeah, I feel like Ed needs this uh, this attention. I I don't personally need need the attention. It doesn't matter to me if you if you uh, subscribe or follow <laughs> or interact. Um, I ran. It makes it it makes it more fun. So I'm I'm not I, I'm not against it. I ran a Twitter poll. Um, which at one point had one response, which was from the at smart basketball feed, um, which was, do you listen to the at smart basketball podcast? I think is what it was. And the answer was no. And the answer was no from at smart basketball. (laughs) I did, I did run another poll. I can look to see if there are any more results, but the question was, is Nikola Jokic a national treasure? And that was geared towards you, Zach, um, because I know that you love, and uh, that we discuss what is considered to be a national treasure. And I had one response for yes, one response for of course, and one response for how dare you. So it's a pretty even responses throughout. Amazing, amazing stuff there, Ed. I wonder, I, I mean, I have to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to formulate why we have these followers. I wonder if somebody, because these people seem to, us on Twitter, they, they, they all seem to be basketball fans of some kind, um, and that's good. This is a, a, you know, it's at Smart Basketball. That's, that's a, you know, one might expect to see basketball-themed tweets. Uh, <laughs> it's probably and or content a safe on bet. the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
And, and we do talk a little basketball. Those of you who might be listening for maybe the second or third time have been and have been dying to hear, you know, the most recent pod. Because we do, do we, we do try and do weekly podcasts. Uh, I'd, I'd say we do actually a fairly good job of that over the past year or, or so. Um, I think I've counted uh, 40, 48 podcasts or so, something like that. Anyways, um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about tonight. I'd like to propose. Um, I'd like to propose that we uh, we stop talking about how good we are and, and we just be good let's just do what we do Steve, yeah you know? well i'm i'm disappointed ed you're you are on your way from your home in florida to to, to vegas for the next few days uh as part of a uh a conference you're attending is that right uh that is correct not Except only attending but speaking at no attending and and uh, uh contributing so yes. you are are not you're supposed to be in vegas tonight but where are you at right now uh, I am at the Holiday Inn, a mile away from the Houston Hobby Airport, which is not a very nice airport, by the way. I'm not terribly impressed for, I would imagine it to be a much bigger airport. Um, what does it need? Asked, what does the airport need for it to, to take that next step to being an airport that you like? I think maybe a little bit more options from the restaurant side and just like the general upkeep. It just looks like a little bit uh, old when I was leaving, especially at the baggage claim. Hmm. So for a, a modern Bob, feel, Bob, Bob, Bob the, hmm. a modern feel is more uh, more up your uh, up your alley. It sounds yeah, like. I I volunteered to be bumped. They offered yes. off the bat nine hundred dollars in Southwest vouchers plus a refund of my leg of the flight, and I was able to when nobody else in front of me was able to get a voucher for the nice holiday in here. What was your what seems was your strategy excessive. on that? What was your strategy? Yeah, give on? us the, give us the yeah, give us the the, the, the background I think, details. So at first there was one uh, gate attendant that was helping out the people, and he said that there were no hotel vouchers. Then another guy came in, and they both said that. But then the lady that came in to help me, yeah, she's like, really? She's like, we're not we're not getting them hotels. She was kind of like whispering to the other two, and then the guy's like, well, maybe we can get them in the Holiday Inn. So. Then she's like, I'm getting you your voucher. Oh, like, oh that sounds there nice. You go. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. It's good hustle. I spent um I want to talk just a brief moment about the wildly overpriced fajitas at the Mexican restaurant at the airport. How much? Thirty two dollars for fajitas <laughs> and the, the the chicken was questionable. I'm actually worried <laughs> a little bit about if I'm going to be waking up in the middle of the night or not. Oh, so you, you had mentioned the, the fajita price or, or just the fact that they were overpriced uh, in, in the group chat earlier. And I was, I was thinking to myself, does he, does he know that airports over, overcharge for food? Because I, don't I know mean, how much Ed travels. I expect to be overcharged, but like, okay, if you can get fajitas at a Mexican restaurant for 12 or 13 bucks, and then you go a step up for a little bit nicer one. I mean, I would expect it to be like 20 to $25 yeah. for an order of fajitas that even at the airport, I not thirty-two dollars. Yeah, no, you're right. Thirty-two is a lot. I mean, I think I, I think typically at a, at a good restaurant in my area here in Denver, you're going to pay at least fifteen for for good chicken fajitas, and and I think some places go as high as twenty. So thirty is close to getting out of hand. I thought maybe hey, but, you would yeah. order like a margarita to go on top of that. Did you order a drink I, to go with that? I, I ordered a beer, and it was a local beer, a cream ale. That was good. It was a pint, but that also was eleven dollars. So, yeah. that felt like I was felt like I was more somewhat taken advantage of. But you got, com, um, um, what's the I, word? 
I did not. I was not comped. No, that was before I was bumped. Right. And I didn't ask for a. a I, they wouldn't have given me cash. I know that. They would not have um, given you cash. I'm just saying. But you've been old. At, at the end of the day, you came out ahead because you're a yes, an enterprising American. And I was mentioning it to Bob, but I. Um, this is one thing we did want to say for the podcast is I immediately thought, okay, if I'm getting a $900 Southwest voucher, what would Bob do with that? He would, my guess is he would go and offer to sell it to somebody maybe on Facebook or something like that. So for like family and friends, and he would say like, and you know, Southwest voucher, $900 value on sale for 800. That would be my guess is what Bob would do. That's probably, I mean, I I think I sold a Southwest voucher to you at one point, Ed. (laughs) You too did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it worked out. I can't remember what it was. I think you gave me a discount of like, I think it was like I think bucks. I paid you. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah. I think it was, I think I gave you one eighty for a two hundred dollar one. That sounds correct. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if I could find it in my email. I, I was actually considering offering you just you know just out of for fun like maybe like five hundred bucks for that, Ed. But I mean, that's not the worst offer. I'd go six hundred. Well, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna bid here right on on the. <laughs> on the podcast but i'm entertaining offers yeah it's you know because if you if you're gonna you know use that yourself it's gonna you're gonna you know obviously spend more than 900 dollars on your on your on your on your trip so it's gonna ultimately end up costing you more money uh, on other other things so you can't uh, i think i could get uh, two round trip tickets out of that sure for 900 you could but yeah What else? We were we were musing for uh, a couple things before we hit the record button. What I've already forgotten what those were. Help me out, guys. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. Um, so we were okay. So there's that. And and Ed, you came totally unprepared because you we didn't even plan on doing one of these. Or we were planning on it, but not really. It was a lot of of uh, vagueness around Ed's availability. I was hoping to get Ed. Maybe you know from a craps table, you know downtown Fremont Street, <laughs> Vegas, because that's that's where all the funds at. But but he's. Uh, I mean, do you think that might happen this weekend? Do you think we can do I mean, another one of these? Tomorrow? I think I could, but but the problem is, I think with our and this is a little bit behind the curtain, but the technology wise, if all I had to do was call you, of course I I would do that. Well, but somehow I Sean, don't know that we could. Yeah, so, yeah, somehow Sean's been able to do this, and I don't know what he's doing differently than you. He he's only had a cell phone. He's Sean's. Sean's been able to do a podcast from the backwoods of, of India. I mean, literally, like the the middle of nowhere in India. He's he's on like a top of a hillside. You know who? Uh, I, you, you know, know who I'd rather talk about than Sean? John Madden. Let's talk about John Madden. Okay. okay. John. Yeah, we can go John Madden. So so we earlier this week. Um, I don't know what brought it up. Um. But we were sort of. Uh, oh, was, were, were you lamenting that you missed John Madden as a as a broadcaster? One of you guys. I, I linked to uh, somebody was tweeting uh, that he he sat by John Madden for one season and wrote down a bunch of his different sayings, and I linked uh, a tweet at least one of them, of a That's lot right. of his. It was like great the best comments. of the best of Madden from a from a from any given season. Yeah. Right. Like early two thousands, right? Yeah. And you guys, you guys apparently, I mean, I, again, I thought, I thought, 
I, the, the opinion I have on, on Madden is I feel like he's kind of annoying, more of a blowhard. His his commentary on games was was very sort of dim-witted. Like, I never really remember thinking to myself, boy, I learned something about the game of football or life from, from watching an NFL broadcast with John Madden, whereas you guys apparently were entertained at the very least. Give me some uh, understanding of what you liked about John Madden as a broadcaster. Uh- I mean, I loved, I loved, I think for the exact reason that you don't go to Madden for hard hitting analysis. I love the, especially he loved Favre too. Bob, would you agree? I mean, we oh, yeah. obviously watched more Packer games than you did, Zach. He thought Favre. He was, just loved Favre. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, Favre, he gets out here and look at that pump fake. He's like an old kid back in the yard and he kind of mumbled through it and <laughs> he would draw with the telestrator and say, and he got, and he loved Frank, uh, Frank Winters, the old center, because he loved his nickname Bag of Donuts. Right. So I, I think I liked the uh, the love that he had, especially of guys like the linemen and their funny nicknames. Uh, what was the one guy, Pork Chop? Yeah. Or whatever his name was. I, yeah. I think uh, I think also Zach, um, it's a uh, it's generational thing, right? Where for you, um, <laughs> Zach's a big Cosell guy. <laughs> right. Thank you, Ed. You stole my punchline. I am old enough to remember uh, Howard Cosell in the booth. I mean, this is going back to when I was like four years old, but I, I have vague <laughs> memories of, of, a, of, a, of a loudmouth announcer on, on Monday Night Football. But go ahead, Bob. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think like Madden was kind of like the premier guy when Ed and I were, were kids, and it, it, that wasn't for you. You were, you were older. You, uh, so, some would say wiser. Some would say... More grizzled, some would say, uh, just a more negative fellow. But whatever you say, it's a more negative fellow. I mean, I, I have I have plenty of, of announcers that I do like. I mean, if we're going to talk NFL you in that, but you don't like you don't like Tony Romo either. You know, I don't. It's not that I think Romo is overrated, like like nothing else. He's fine. Like he's, I don't mind listening to him. Or as Madden, I'd rather uh, you know hit the mute button or maybe punch myself in the face. But with with Romo, I mean, it's funny. I, I don't know. Has anybody ever actually like tracked how many times he's he's blurted out, you know, run play right or or whatever he calls. Uh, and he's wrong. He's and not. Wrong. He's not right every time. But you, he's you usually if you follow what, what he's usually right. He's usually he's right. Usually right. <laughs> okay, but what does that what does that matter? Like, why do I need to like? What is that? Is that? Is that? Is that is, I mean, with Romo, does does that uh, his his occasional correctness on calls is that entertaining? Is that yeah, wait, 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 funny? Hold on, hold on. Okay, so I was half listening because Emily was trying to call me, but that's fine. Uh, that's fine. Were you just saying that Madden would not provide any type of analysis, and then now you're saying Romo? What's the big deal that he seems to be right a lot on calling plays and stuff? <laughs> But that's his only shtick is is calling plays like he that right that's what everyone seems to like like I don't hear oh boy the way he broke down the play uh, you know uh, what else well, do you whatever. want his his anal- I don't know what I want I want to be, I want I want Bill Walton if we're gonna go like if well, I well then that's Madden Bill Walton <laughs> it's Madden it's not though right? it's not it's entirely different Bill Walton will talk about next to nothing but the game at hand whereas Madden is giving you random nonsense commentary about whatever's happening on the football field, which I can get from, you know, my, my, my three-year-old daughter if I wanted to. 
So. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Okay. Agree to disagree, Zach. I also prefer if we're gonna go if we're gonna talk about Walton. His he brings just a certain life attitude that I just I think it's it's refreshing. You're all, you just don't see. Yeah. You're also you're looking for another person. I mean, like Bill Walton is one of the most unique people on the planet, <laughs> and <laughs> like you're looking for a like to replicate that. There, well, I don't. No, I, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want cloned Bill Walton to like also do football. You know, like. I don't know. I, I see what you're saying there, Ed, but I, I don't need that. Um, to your point, Bob, I'm, I'm trying to think back to, to, to guy, the, you know, announcers in my era. I'm using air quotes here because I'm only <laughs> seven years older than, older than you are. But, I mean, I, the earliest, you know, memories of me watching football, is this, you know, Howard Cosell, but I don't ever really, he's too far. You know, I, I don't remember him being a, a big deal, but... Uh, um, you know, in, in the in the 80s, it would be you know if we're gonna go with the NBC guys because I used to watch a lot of uh, you know the Broncos, the old Don Don Cricky Bob Trumpy combo. Do you guys remember that that setup? Nope. Nope. We're not really. We're a different era, Zach. They were no, they were they were active until the mid 90s. On mm. they did college games, they did the or- they did the Orange Bowl every year. You, if you watched a game, you'd be like, oh yeah, I recognize those guys' voice. And I think they were still doing radio. I don't know who listens to radio, but one of those guys was still doing radio. Like I would tune into like Westwood One on you know while I'm driving around, and they were still doing radio as recently as maybe like ten years ago. So, I, I was just going back to that Twitter thread because I really would like to just read a couple of random Madden quotes, and see if you still feel yeah, the same some, way. You probably will. Madden quotes. Um, okay, cheap and available. You never want that as your nickname. Um, on an injured on an injured player, quote: "There's something in him that's not working properly." <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> there's great bodies and there's good bodies and there's average bodies. And every once in a while, you come across a bad body. Bad body. Uh, Who's pork chop? You, you guys mentioned the nickname. Pork was it? Chop. Who's pork chop? Was his, was a Womack? Who was that guy? Or am I thinking mm, of the right guy? That sounds right, Ed. Yeah, I think yeah, that sounds right. So Frank, these are all Packer players. No, no. I want to say that he was an Oiler. That would be my random guess. No, they. He would have Madden would have rarely done a Madden, an Oilers game because that's AFC. Equipment men are great. They have the answers and the tools and stuff for everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, sometimes you bring a guy in. It's the wrong guy. <laughs> I mean, these are great. I remember it. Bob, you probably remember this one. I can almost like, I'm sure I watched this one live. I think to be a Packer fan, you have to be willing to put stuff on your head. If you love the Packers and you want to show that you love the Packers, put stuff on your head. Put stuff on your head. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Have either of you guys put stuff on your head? I have a cheese head at home. I have one too. But do you wear it? I don't wear it. Ed, do you wear yours? Um, I think I wore it into the office once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now it's sitting on Why top of my... Why don't you guys wear it? It's gathering what, dust what? on top of my uh, entertainment center upstairs. Was that, was that like, when did that come into to fashion? Was that like a mid-90s, early 2000s? Yeah. Fashion? I'd say 90s, right? I'm going to say 90s. How many? How many did you see? You were at the Packers game on on this past weekend, Bob. How many did you? How many cheese heads did you see in, in attendance? There's enough, not a ton, but enough. Enough. 
enough. Enough where you would you're not participating in that. Yep. Hey, yes. Update. Floyd Porkchop Porkchop Womack, former American football guard, he was drafted by the Seahawks. Really? He also also played for him. So I had Womack right and F so right. Did, <laughs> Floyd Womack instead so. of Frank Womack. What year did he play? Is this like the was this when the Seahawks were in the NFC or the AFC? No, he was. Well, no, it was the NFC because he was drafted in the fourth round of the 0-1 draft. Okay, so that's that, that's why. Okay. I have no memory of that nickname or that player, and and I. Uh... Do you remember that uh, Frank Winters from the Packers was bag of donuts? I don't remember Frank Winters. That name does not sound familiar. Uh, at all either. Uh, yeah, he was far. I watched a fair amount of football in my life. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is uh, partially embarrassing. How about how about Gilbert Brown, the grave digger? Sure, everyone knows who that is. Um, but but the center, like, how many years did Frank Winters play for the Packers? Quite a few. Like three? No. Six, I would say six. I would say six to eight. Okay. Can you name the Broncos center from 1998? Mark Schlereth. No, he didn't. Oh, I wasn't. A, it'll come to me. Oh, it'll come to you. Well, because I couldn't. I mean, if you said it, I I couldn't. I thought you had it at your fingertips. I mean, the internet is right here, but I didn't didn't search for it. Um, Frank Winters. The, Frank Winters played for the Green Bay Packers from 1992 to 2002. Eleven years in Green Bay. That's a long time. Yeah, I I feel embarrassed to admit that I don't know who the Packers center was from that era. There you go. I think um, one of the the uh, so let's let's stick back to football here in Seattle. Russ Wilson, when, when you guys, uh, both you guys, all you guys in the group chat, seem to generally dislike Russ Wilson, right? It's mm-hmm. a it's a respectful dislike. What about him? Don't you like? Please tell me. It's 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 solely based out of. Um, the fail Mary and then the loss in the NFC Championship game. Okay, so this is a personal grudge because he's a yeah. He's beaten the Packers a couple times. It's okay. it is very infuriating how good he is at not getting hit. So, do you think other non-Packer fans share this, or is this just a Packer fan thing? I for some reason I thought maybe that it was because I, you guys don't like how he slides too much. I'm, um, what else about his style of play? Like, let's ignore the. His accomplishments, like what about his style of play? Don't you like? I no, I think he. I mean, I think he's a great player, and I don't have any. I have a problem with it when he plays the Packers, and okay, yeah, it's a Packers. It's sure. like a, it's a rivalry thing. I, I thought this was like a. I agree with Ed. I agree with Ed, but reference. I also have a personal vendetta against Russell Wilson. <laughs> What's your personal yeah, but vendetta? It's personal. It doesn't have any. <laughs> it's personal. It's it's it doesn't have anything to do with. Correct. He's you know, he's uh, he's too positive. Okay. So okay. This is what, okay. Great. This is where I want to get into. From, so from he's a, too positive. From a Tebow acolyte. That's something. <laughs> T- Tebow. Wait. That actually lines up. I'm not sure what you're saying there, Ed. No. Isn't Tebow? In a... He loves Tebow and and doesn't yeah. say anything about him being. Oh right. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Sure. You're right. So he should by 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 corollary. Yeah. Also like Russ Wilson. Yeah. Maybe but... if Tebow had. You know, throwing a hail mary uh, completion to beat the Packers. This might be a different story. That, that is possible. That is Bob, possible. don't you also love Johnny Football? Weren't I you do. a big? Yeah. Okay. Still do. Still do. 
That's right. I forgot you had a real love affair with with Johnny Manziel. What's that? What's that to like? What I wanted to talk about though was with with Wilson. I'd like to 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 think: Is there a comparable player of Wilson's style of play, a personality in the NBA? Who or even? I guess the NBA is probably the best best sport to compare this to. Is there an NBA player that you can look to and reminds you of a guy who's either too positive or does things that are generally annoying? Like, I mean, Harden comes to mind. Harden, Harden? Is, okay. Harden's I would think Harden, annoying. yeah, with his drawing fouls, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the positivity though. Right. Uh, I think I think I think Harden's a lot more positive than you give him credit for. Have you guys actually like heard him speak in interviews or maybe seen? I don't know if it's a thirty for thirty, but it was some ESPN thirty for thirty like documentary I watched on Harden. Did you guys happen to catch that or any of that? No, I didn't. I didn't catch that, but I have a hard time. I mean, I could never see Russell Wilson making the whatever the Harden GIF is that's most popular, where he kind of rolls his eyes at a whoever's interviewing <laughs> him and he walks away. Like right. I could never see Russ Wilson doing that. True. Okay, sure. So he's not a clone. I'm not. A, I'm not talking about a clone here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not gonna be a 100% lowly no act alike. There's no one. No one's gonna be like Russ Wilson because I mean, he's uh, isn't he uh, fairly outwardly religious? Is that did mm-hmm. I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he does do a lot. He what, does a Bible verse a lot of, I've, on his Twitter account. Oh, do you follow him? I think I do. I may have unfollowed him at some point. <laughs> That's it's interesting that you would follow a person that you really despise. Um, we have a lot of people like that. I won't name them on the podcast. There's a thing called a hate follow, Zach. <laughs> I don't know where that is because I'm I'm too positive of a person. I don't do hate follows. Too positive. Bob, Bob knows who I'm talking about. I do. Certainly. We're not naming names. Are we talking about people that you follow that you don't like? I actually think I probably like him. I was going to say Aaron Nagler. Yeah, Aaron Nagler. I, that's that's where I was going. Uh, I'm fine no with him. No one knows who Aaron Nagler is unless you're a Packers fan. Or what else does he do? He's a uh, he works for or he previously worked for NFL Network, right? Or NFL he's kind of he's kind of bounced around. He was at he was at the Press Gazette, the paper recently, and uh, doesn't do that. I think to go back to being full blown fan with his Cheesehead TV website. I think uh, he's unemployed because he's not a nice person. <laughs> oh. I, I could be. What what about him is is not nice? Are, are you just saying his demeanor or what? We're talking Aaron Nagler here, right? He's kind of I, smug. He's kind of smug yeah, and dismissive on Twitter. Thinks he's better than everybody else. Thinks he knows more than everybody else. Just uh, not the kind Isn't of that guy. You? Not the kind of guy I want to associate myself with. Wait, isn't that your you you could have Yeah, that's me. Inserted your Okay, but you're employed. Yeah, but I have a different outlook on life. Okay, fair enough. Um let's let's stay along this this uh this theme here. I one of the things that I don't think we touch on enough is is um the the amount of cheapskate uh type of uh qualities that Bob and and sometimes maybe I think Ed aspires to be that level of cheapskate, but, but doesn't quite get there. Doesn't need to because he's got a bit more income. But, but Bob, I mean, this is one of your, you know, chief uh, chief aspects of your personality. You are a uh, you're a bona fide cheapskate, right? 
I, I don't know if I feel uh, comfortable saying that. Really? You, you, so you're disputing me calling you a cheapskate. Yeah, that rubs you the wrong way. A little bit. It does. A little feel, bit? Okay, I, what would you call yourself? Thrifty? I, I think that I, that I like to spend my money in places where it matters. How about that? Okay. Could you expand a little more on that? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? In places I, where it matters. I just think that if, uh, if, if I can save some money in a uh, component of my life where it's not something that I need or uh, where I can cut a corner to save some money, I'm going to do it. But if I'm, I'm so going to pay for something of quality if it's, uh, if it's important to me or if I really want it, for example. So how often do you get your car washed? A couple times a year. Okay, twice. What, what, what's the threshold for you to go to, to get your car washed? Like, when do you draw the line and like, man, it's time to get my car washed? Uh, so I think the number one, the car needs to be pretty dirty, which it often is. Being in the a, winter, uh, especially Wisconsin yeah, it's resident, always dirty. It's, it's especially in, in a place like Wisconsin. Exactly. Right? So really, there's no car washes in the winter. Uh, there's the classic spring wash, but the other component. The other component is that it needs to be a time where, uh, you know, there's no rain in the forecast for a while. The roads are going to be clean. You're going to get some mileage out of that wash. Mileage out of that wash. And I, and I totally get that. I mean, I do the same thing. I wash my car, I mean, I would say several times a year, and, and it will, I think I just hit that, that threshold faster than you are, than you do. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, I just washed my car for the first time in several weeks this past weekend because it was it was bad you know it looks you know but, but like what why would you bother washing it if if you go like what's the difference between just never having a clean car and washing it twice a year like what what's the point I think I mean that's kind of like saying what's what's the point of washing your bathroom like you don't do it every day but after a while it builds up you gotta do it <laughs> what about? <laughs> just, I wish our listeners could could see the face Zach made after that comment because I, I don't even know how to describe <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> it was it was good, yeah. What about? So you're a big password uh, hoarder. You you use Ed's Ed's passwords particularly. Whoa whoa whoa! Uh, I was just gonna, I was just going to ask generally, Bob. What's your um, how many subscriptions do you do you think you have with all the streaming stuff and everything and. Um, for media content. Oh gosh, you guys, uh, uh, many, many subscriptions. I love to stream things. Okay, hey, let's don't don't be bashful here, Bob. Uh, I don't know why you're embarrassed by this. <laughs> this is your. This is you. I mean, this is why I. I don't I, know I, what know I don't you're... know what you want me to say, Zach. I want to hear more about your what what drives you to be thrifty. I'm I'm just gonna call it thrifty. Right, I mean, so basically, there are mechanisms to watch any kind of TV you want, basically. Mechanisms. Uh, on the internet. And so exactly. I, I use these mechanisms. <laughs> this, is, this can all be summed up that Bob is obsessed, obsessed with his mint uh, net worth. And so anything <laughs> that he can do to keep inching that net worth up is uh, an action taken by Bob. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take how, that. How often do you do you do you look up your your net worth, Bob? Once a week. Every day. 